0: Hello and welcome to the Activist Podcast brought to you by Vegan FTA, vegan for the animals. I'm your host, Gareth Skirt, and I'll also be joined by my wonderful co host and wife, Jackie Norman. In this episode, we have the delightful Karina Campbell Gedge. Karina is the creative genius behind one of our favourite UK vegan clothing labels, Anticarnist. In this interview, we talk about the impact of creative activism and wearing your ethics. And As an extra little tidbit, Karina and I briefly discussed some of our favourite bands in the metal genre that inspires her artwork. We hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did and be sure to check out our social media pages at Vegan FTA on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube, where you can also find this series in video format. So thank you so much for joining us today Karina from the UK. Um, For our viewers and followers uh, from around the world, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Well, um, I'm Karina and I run an online shop for vegan activist apparel called Anticonist.
2: Awesome. I know we've been admirers for yours you know, for a long, long time now. So it was wonderful to, to get you on the series. And um, one of the things that we love about recording the episodes for this series is hearing everybody's backstories. Um, before now, we've met activists who are uh, descended from a long line of butchers or even slaughterhouse workers. We've had ex-farmers and hunters as well. Um, in your case, prior to um, starting anti Anticarnas, you previously worked as a graphic designer for a recovery of all places, creating menus and billboards intended to make meat look delicious. Um, <laughs> can you tell us a little about those days and what it was like um, you know, doing that job and, and also what it was that led you to become vegan?
1: Uh, well, it was um, around six years ago now and i had been in my graphic design job for three years. So I was working in the head office above the restaurant um, and uh, I've, I've always wanted to do illustration or graphic design, so I, I thought I had it made and I was quite comfortable. Uh, but I was always obsessed with animals and I always loved documentaries, so it's probably inevitable that I would eventually see all the vegan documentaries. Like what was coming out at the time, it was uh, The Ghosts in Our Machine, uh, Blackfish. Speciesism, speciesism, it's hard to say that word, the movie. And I ended up watching every single one that came out. So I was exposed to all these uh, new ways of looking at things and what i have been told my entire life. And I also had friends that went vegan and I was like, is this possible? Like, and you don't die? <laughs> so I thought they'd die of malnutrition or something. So it was just exposing myself to information And eventually my job just got harder and harder to do uh, because I thought what I was being asked to Photoshop a roast turkey to look delicious. And it became just more and more impossible for me to do that. I started um, the Auntie blog to share what I had learned.
0: Well, it's, um, I can understand from doing a bit of work with like food photography, it can be, um, very, very close up and sort of intense with the food and, um, yeah I, I can't yeah. imagine tr- trying to do it narrow and trying to make it look tasty I'd be um I'd be trying yeah. to paint the legs back on it to try and show them something but,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah paint the feathers back on uh, uh, but um, tragic. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> but um yeah it's it's awesome how uh, Antikana started out as a blog and I understand you did that um like many of us when you start out there's a lot of anger um a lot of distress that we want to vent you know Some of us do it in more productive ways than others. And I understand writing was uh, your way of getting it out. Um, How do you feel that helped you get through it?
1: Oh, writing it all down helps a lot. Um, It got to the point where I felt like I was bugging my friends a bit much, but I even put it on my own Facebook. So I made uh, my own Facebook page called Anticarnist. And I thought if people want to know that is all the information's there and they can come to me and, uh, I just thought since I'd kept a diary my entire life, um, I felt that was something I was good at because I, I, I feel like I'm really good at talking about how I feel and it had a lot to do with that.
2: Well, your, your blogs are absolutely excellent and you know, they're really informative for both, um, vegans and non-vegans and we can find all those on your website, which, you know, of course we will link to, but, um, You know, you describe Anticarnas as activist apparel for metal heads and indeed your clothing, as we can see with what you're wearing, is a metal-loving activist's dream. It's awesome. Um, Did you ever imagine that one day you'd have your own clothing label, let alone such a unique one? Uh,
1: Not in a million years. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, I've always loved drawing animals, Um, so I guess got that one down, but... um, now I mean I've never been hugely into fashion but I I just wear jeans and a t-shirt and if I see some nice artwork and it uh represents me and it it's, it's a way of expressing yourself so I'm I'm all about the art and the message and like it's it's just it's space there to be taken to show people um and Again, like the blogs, it's something that people don't have to engage in. They can just take it in and keep to themselves, or it's a conversation starter. And that way, it's not pushy, it's not in your face, but it's there if you want to discuss it. I think it's a perfect method of activism.
0: Uh, I absolutely um, love your designs, and um, when uh, I was looking through a lot of the feedback people have done on them and um they all say the same thing it's uh they're works of art you know and you have to take that second to really look at them to see the message underneath you know it's not like some of the ones out there which are just well like my shirt today from safe you know it's just a slogan sort of bit more arty slogan than some of them but um it's just very bold print you know um kind of, kind of boring with some of them um but yours are just they're so intricate so detailed i absolutely love them and um yeah, I guess it's all just part of your overall style coming out then, I guess.
1: Yeah, like you say, it, it's hard to explain. Um, but I, I aim for the the designs to be in your face and subtle at the same time in equal measure. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's exactly what I aim for. Um, and you can take from it whatever you want some people are offended some people are touched all by the same design it, it's strange but there's definitely uh I want there to be a discussion
0: that's wonderful because yeah, yeah um a big thing that comes through this uh doing this series is it's always about starting discussions and yes discussions that really help to plant those seeds in people's minds and you're yeah. doing an absolutely brilliant job because I really uh, we'll have the link in this. Um, I really encourage people to go check them out because, well, uh, as we were saying before the show started, I- I've still got the, the shopping list, like, full of <laughs> the yeah. designs that I want.
2: <laughs> I think we could, we kind of call it the, the Thinking Vegans Apparel, you know? It's you know it's awesome it's metal it's it's like you say it's in your face but at the same time it's like oh what does that say you know that that's a cool you know animal head or whatever but what does it say underneath that so it's really cool I should we should probably say actually you know the name in itself anti sounds cool if you're a metalhead vegan or or whatever Um, but it does have a meaning and I didn't realize until recently that uh, even a lot of vegans don't really understand where the term carnist comes from, let alone anti-carnist. So where did Uh, you get the name anti-carnist from?
1: That's a very good question. Um, I mentioned at the start, um, my time of awakening was watching all these documentaries. I also read a lot of books. And one of those was um, from Dr. Melanie Joy. And she coins the words carnism because it's, instead of veganism is a term we use because it's the the outlier you know but what we should be doing is calling non-veganism carnism because that is the real uh philosophy that's that's going on here that that's that is the one that's more like a religion where you sacrifice animals follow this belief system that's not set in facts we don't need meat to survive um so I, I just thought my position is a non-carnist an anti-carnist rather than a vegan and it's a nice play on words for for a good logo so <laughs> yeah. and it goes along with um my interests in metal coincidentally it all just fits together so well
0: oh yeah it is a brilliant title i absolutely love it and yeah um i always find it so ironic when people say you know our oh, veganism is a calcinist, as you say you know it's more culty to be sacrificing things and eating animals. Yeah. So, um, I actually love that. So, when you come up with these uh, brilliant designs, um, is there anywhere in particular that you draw your inspiration from?
1: Um, I try to get involved in as many different types of activism as possible um, and metal gigs, and they kind of sort of merge together. Yeah, 50 50, they're just, it's a mashup. Yeah.
2: That's a brilliant reason to go to Metal Gear. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. I have to go. I need some new design inspiration. Yeah,
1: I, I call it marketing.
2: <laughs> it's brilliant. No, it's That's my marketing. excuse and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it. It's great. And, you know, I can totally imagine that that would be the, the perfect place to get inspiration from. Um, are there any artists in particular who you admire or who inspire you with their art style or does it just come completely... Uh, well
1: well, um, well, I'm drawn to certain styles on my band t-shirts and about 10 years ago I was walking around Camden and there was a little stall um it was just this guy working on his own doing his own designs putting them on t-shirts selling them at his stall and I've been wearing that same t-shirt for like 10 years <laughs> I just love it and um yeah check them out Lamort on online um, he's still going with his wife Pumped out T-shirt designs, uh, really intricate white designs on black. And, yeah, I'd love to get to his level someday. He's not vegan, so maybe he should be getting to my level. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I I always love, um, especially, you know, with art and, like, with music, it's always brilliant to understand um, someone you admire. It's great to understand then who they admire because, you know, you can go through those levels and see, like, a much – a much greater focus on that art and yeah we'll have to give them a link in this and um yeah, yeah check, check it out because i know for me um the for me i've got um some of my llama god shirts and unfortunately they're starting to get holes in it now so it's um in case you keep them <laughs> away from jackie so she don't throw them out and uh, i yeah, know
2: better than that <laughs> it's gonna be a sad day when or,
0: or i i have to finally cut them up for patches because um uh, yeah
2: <laughs> oh yeah you can always see
1: that exactly i do the same
0: But, um, so many, uh, vegans, you know, we not only like to live our beliefs, you know, we like to wear them proudly and how important is it to you to have that clothing that really, um, shows your beliefs, you know, wears your heart and your sleeve, you know, really shows what you, you stand for.
1: Oh, that, that is the number one priority. Definitely in a nutshell. Well said, yeah, that, that is the reason for it all.
2: It's brilliant, like yeah. I'm just. Oh, I, we need to get some stuff over here. Like, hurry up, New Zealand Post, and get your mail sorted already. <laughs> <I> know,
1: right? <laughs> You're yeah, the other side of the
2: globe. <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. You know, and then there's yeah. It's that's one of the reasons why we wanted to to feature you on our series because you know you are so unique, and there are going to be so many people that would just be chomping at the bit. To, you know, to find out more about your gear. And, you know, certainly uh, for us, particularly, you know, being where we are, um, when you look to find this kind of clothing, um, it can be really frustrating also trying to find, not just trying to find a producer at all of of vegan clothing, but who manufactures a product with the same ethics as, you know, what you're trying to promote. And we know this is something that that you yourself feel strongly about. So could you tell us a bit about the process in sourcing materials and production methods for anti carnist gear? Well,
1: when I first started out, I thought there's no point in having this message on the front of a t-shirt if it's made um, by children in slave labor, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with uh, non-vegan inks. So I had to get it right. Um, I got a lot of samples at the beginning. Um, most printers didn't seem to even know what their ink was, where it came from, or what was in it. Um, so I just needed to find a supplier that knew what they were doing. Um, and thankfully... They, The one I found ended up being five minutes from my house. <laughs> and he was the one who was able to tell me like uh, that it was non-toxic and that it was cruelty-free, not tested on animals. Um, and they were able to source me earth-positive, carbon-neutral clothing, uh, organic cotton without um, uh, exploiting the workers that pick the cotton, uh, without exploiting the workers that dye it um so you have to bear all these things in mind otherwise the message that you print on it is lost yeah.
2: Yeah. absolutely
0: yeah like uh all too often you see um these third party like shirt merchandisers who are just pumping out shirts because that's what's selling right now and yeah there's mm-hmm. um don't put in that level of that care you know and it's um it's lovely to mm-hmm. wear something that you know is is cared has been made with care it is cared for and um yeah, yeah we can show our caring
1: <laughs> yeah and at the same time it it ensures the the actual item lasts longer if it's made with care so yeah. hopefully people will be wearing my t-shirts in 10 years time as well
0: oh uh, yeah well i i certainly hope to <laughs> <laughs> so we love how um you're not only uh promoting animal rights through your brand but also changing the perceptions and um, well, the perception, the stereotype of who vegans are and what they can be—you know—we're not all hippy dippy, you know, sitting in the field with uh, a mm-hmm. bunch of posies. Um, yeah. How important is it that we that we break these stereotypes?
1: Oh, extremely. Um, when I first when I went to my very first Veg Fest in London, I thought, right, I'm going to get a t-shirt, and I looked around and I thought none of these would suit me. They're like cutesy pink hippie-ish and I just thought that just like that's fine there are those people but that didn't represent me and I didn't want people to think that because i had gone vegan I'd like turned into another person either um so I thought well I'll make my own (laughs) and uh yeah vegans aren't all just one type of person we're we're everyone we can be anyone uh yeah absolutely
0: stop the podcast we would like to take a moment to give a shout out to one of our partners beyond animal beyond animal is a platform to accelerate the growth of a thriving vegan economy globally across industries providing digital tools online funding services and a multi-sector business directory beyond animal is the platform for vegan entrepreneurs and investors head on over to BeyondAnimal.com and sign up today now back to the podcast we were uh, talking with someone in a recent interview about um the whole thing of. I feel it happens a lot with the vegan movement of uh, someone tries to cater for vegans and so it's always like the healthy option, you know. It's just the plain salad, you know. It's like sometimes we <laughs> want something that's exciting, we want something that's different, you know. And so, yeah, yeah even when it comes to clothing, you want that that that, smi- that spicy vegan meatball, you know.
1: Exactly. Yeah, we want what everyone else does, and we're all different.
2: So yeah. true.
0: But um, the metal scene is, you know, it's often one that's um, perceived from the outside as, you know, maybe unfeeling, kind of brutal. Um, you know, we're, we're sort of, well, meatheads, <laughs> like I've <I'm> known <laughs> it as when I was younger, you know. Um, but in reality, like I know for myself, there's a lot of compassion, com- uh, camaraderie within the scene. You know, you just got to delve beneath that surface. Um, how do you feel metal um, sort of complements veganism?
1: Um, well, like you say, I, when you're in the mosh pit, it looks all brutal and violent and everything, but everyone's just having a great time. And if someone falls down, everyone helps them up. It's it's just the best people I know are metalheads, you know. <laughs> and it goes with veganism because it's like a rebellion against the norm. People think outside the box. They don't. They're not just fed what the mainstream tell them to like um, and they're not just going along with what everyone else is doing and uh, yeah. there's there's a lot of uh, community in that
2: yeah we couldn't agree more eh? yeah. like we, we we say that you know for, for us we feel that that veganism is is a an awesome form of of anarchy you know, in rebellion yeah. in today's times, you know, it's that refusal to conform and just not blindly believe or go along with whatever we told, you know, it's, it's not just different to be vegan. It's, it's badass to be vegan. So <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> for yourself as a vegan who attends a lot of metal festivals, you know, how have you seen the options changed for you as a vegan over the years? You know, when you are looking around, you're getting that inspiration. Um, or, whether it comes to clothing or you know anything at Even all the food, food at yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, well,
2: when I went
1: to one of my first download festivals, um we camped with a vegetarian, and I didn't see him eat anything. I think he was picking up some carrot sticks, and I thought, I'm glad I'm not vegetarian, you can't get any food around here, um and that kind of put me off for a bit. Um, but nowadays, going to a download festival or bloodstock. I can't even eat all the food if I tried and I do try <laughs> I try to get to every stall there's like all the different burgers and churros and, and baguettes and burritos and I just want I want all of it now and it's impossible there's too much
0: okay <laughs> well, it's absolutely brilliant yeah
1: it's awesome I- here.
0: I I can't wait to one day uh, get back to the UK as long as as long as all this uh, crazy pandemic stuff is over but yeah bloodstock yeah. and download are very high on my list so we've got to try It's and...
2: another thing New Zealand is sorely lacking. Yeah. Uh,
1: maybe start one.
0: <laughs> well we can start so, two. Don't
2: give him ideas.
0: <laughs> Coming I'll soon mean, to like, Vegan FTA. welcome Oh, so yeah, well, you can bring the merch. <laughs> Definitely, I'll bring the merch. But um, speaking of uh, merch and stuff um, and festivals, uh, the one thing that I absolutely adore that you do um, is—I think it's every year—is your festival uh, shirt and the way that you have all these uh, different band names and you sort of veganize them on the back, like uh, Foo Fighters becomes Tofu Fighters, uh, Plant Terror uh, was it uh, Black Salads. Um, oh I
2: like
0: that that, it must be so much fun coming up with those like can you tell us a little bit about the process when you're doing those shirts
1: oh sure um that was that was a lot of fun um there's a big sense of community as we all pulled together to make something great um I put it on all the vegan Facebook groups I put it on uh, the Facebook page and the Instagram and Twitter and I would uh, compile this massive list and have to whittle it down to the very best ones and uh, when I got the best ones I put them all on the website with uh, crediting uh, the person's name that came up with each one and everyone just felt like they uh, helped make it happen at the end <laughs> it was a lot of
0: fun well, that's awesome because I know when it last came up um, I was there for the next couple of days you know always thinking you know what what other ones could we do you know Go Gojira Berry um, <laughs> Or cannibal corpse being cannibal crops and (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) You can keep going, but and it looks fantastic as well. And again, you know, you've really got to look at it because it's just like it's it's a classic band shirt. (laughs) Yeah. And then when you look at it's like, Oh my god, it's awesome. I mean, you know, that alone in in itself is is so much fun. But you know, what's what's the best thing? about doing what you do now with anti particularly, you know, compared to, to designing menus and things for, uh, for a, a mm. grill in carvery, you know, is it sowing those seeds and starting those conversations with your designs or is it just cranking out some really epic gear? Uh,
1: well, when I was in my graphic design job for the Carvery, um, and I was finding all this stuff out um, about veganism, if I wasn't doing this, I would be doing something like I would be, I would have to. Um, and I just thought I'll compile all the things I enjoy and I'm good at and try and steer that in a way to create activism. Um, so I, th- I think the fact that it's something I enjoy and it's something that's rewarding is just the perfect storm, really. Yeah,
0: I love that. It's, um, there's another thing that um has really been standing out through this series is meeting so many people have been able to funnel their passion uh, not just into a project but a whole career around it and yeah like you can see the love that comes through in your designs you know it, it's brutal love but you know it's, it's 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 fantastic and um yeah bloody good on you for uh for, for going with it
1: oh thanks thank you but like i say i i feel like i don't i don't really have a choice i, I have to do this <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's also so. well i hope you'll get you a lot of new followers and people flocking to your site which will make sure that we you know provide all the all the relevant links and things but i mean we love that um You know, Karnas, I mean, we we learn new stuff all the time. We love that Karnas often worship metal artists such as Rob Zombie um, or bands such as Cro-Mags that Gareth listens to all the time, you know. And Rob Zombie, I've been following for years without having the slightest idea that he was vegan, you know. Are there any others that stick out for you that maybe us and, you know, yeah, specifically maybe even not us, but but anybody may not know about that's actually vegan?
1: Mm. The first one that comes to mind is Architects, um, although they, they kind of make it. I don't know. Maybe they make it obvious. I'm not sure. I love their the song uh, "Modern Misery," and the the lyrics. If you li- if you really listen to the words and think about veganism, is it is oh, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Uh, whenever um, a vegan uh, artist like comes on at a gig or spotify at a party i'll just go to my friends he's vegan <laughs> and i will go oh really <laughs> i'd have to know <laughs> like some of us are pretty cool <laughs>
0: well that's awesome definitely I, it's one thing i wish came up uh more in like the interviews like there's um sites like metal injection and loudwire who quite often do their interviews with people and um i always love hearing that um like, I will really like Lamb of God, and I know Phil Campbell, the bass player, and Chris Adler, they're vegetarian, yeah. but then I want someone to do a more in-depth interview with them, you know, to find out, are you actually vegan, you know? I, I think there might be a few more out there, but... I'd like to
1: know, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just... Um, well, there's even bands like um, Cattle Decapitation, you know, like yeah. the least vegan name <laughs> possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay that's an obvious one yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
2: exactly hidden depth
0: but yeah i gotta ask um who are your top three bands right now because I, I won't ask uh, top three bands of all time because i know whenever anyone asks me that i always five minutes down the track i'm like oh i should have said such and such who, who are the top three <laughs> right now
1: right now um i have to say Tool. um i saw them live last year best gig ever blown away um I don't know if anything can top that. Uh, but I am also really obsessed with Truck Fighters, which is a <sighs> desert stoner rock band. You know Truck Fighters? Yeah, <laughs> well, I
0: was cooking dinner just before listening to them.
1: <laughs> oh, I love them so much. I think I've seen them live about six times. <laughs> and that was in three years. And um, another um, stoner rock bands are from... I think they're from london actually called elephant tree oh, so really? check them out if you like truck fighters
0: yeah i'll definitely have to uh, give them a check out because um and for the listeners out there um if you do want to check out truck fighters my my top pick for album is uh, gravity x from them i, I love that one.
1: <laughs> oh, that, that made my day like hardly anyone's heard of them if like if you're into stoner rock you know truck fighters because they're the king's But um, everyone else
0: just... Yeah, they're not exactly in the charts. Yeah, well, another couple I'd probably check out there as well is uh, one I quite like is Karma to Burn. Um, They're pretty groovy. A lot of instrumental stuff and... um, I'll check them out. Well, my all-time favourite band there, um, I think they're classified as post-punk, is uh, the Jesus Lizards. (laughs) Like, their (laughs) album... Yeah, yeah, The album, Goat, is, like, epic. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I'm doing today then
2: (laughs) (laughs) well the the one that that told us about Truck Fighters is actually um, Simon who um,
0: yeah he's coming up in the series uh, one of our other speakers Simon uh, Lyons
2: yeah Um, vegan chef is amazing
0: yeah well he's brilliant he's a musician as well but um, whilst doing this series we've been back and forth you know oh bro have you checked out this band yet oh what about this one so (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) That's very cool and um, you know we're gonna have to tell him about your gear as well he he probably knows no Simon he probably knows but but as (laughs) if we couldn't love what you do anymore um, you also donate 10% of your profits to an animal sanctuary of your choice each Mm -hmm. year Um, you know one that you've actually been to and visited in person are there any sanctuaries or organizations in particular that you would like to give a shout out to and and, uh, get our followers to support and get behind
1: Oh, well, I have to do a shout out for my local sanctuary, Hillside. Hillside have been going something like 25 years. They do an amazing job. They've got two sites around here in Norfolk. Um, I visit them regularly. And uh, when you go up to uh, see the animals, they'll have like a plaque next to them that explains their story. So even the non-vegans that go there can read and see that these are like survivors of of what they are supporting and hopefully that helps them make the connection like they've got whole herds of cows that have been um just given up by a farmer that's gone vegan and i'll explain that that's great and and i have to say being able to donate 10 percent of uh the profits from anti is just a massive privilege for me and not one I take lightly. I, I'm just so glad I'm able to do that. It's, a, it's what adds to it being rewarding. I just every day I'm so grateful to be able to do this. It's, yeah, I hope I can do it for forever. Yeah,
0: that's so wonderful because yeah, your um your your designs, your shirts and themselves and your hoodies and everything that that's activism in one form. But then also you know given to um, charities and sanctuaries like this is yeah. another form so it's a, it's a double whammy and thank you so much for all you do in that because
2: yeah not only are you doing what you love I you're love helping that. it. <laughs> thank you
0: so um, i can't help but think though as well uh the sanctuary it might be um a great place for a, for a metal album you know you have the stories per track you know yes. <laughs> <It'd> be great <laughs> this is snuffles the pig <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you yeah, know, because we've, um, as part of another Vegan FTA series, um, we visited a lot of sanctuaries here in New Zealand. And it's it's incredible hearing some of the stories that happen. Mm-hmm. And um, especially going to, like, a lot more people are starting to realize now that cows and pigs and stuff end up at sanctuaries. But there's all sorts of other animals. Like, right um, here, we get alpacas quite a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And animals you don't even realize need help, you know. And you don't realize that people could be so cruel to, so many different species it's just wild
1: yeah i I don't know why i'm still surprised every day at at what we do you know Yeah, yeah but um going to sanctuaries is a good um it's good for mental health after doing so much activism to go to sanctuaries and see the good in the world that humans can do is is necessary i find
2: Absolutely. Uh, We were talking to uh, one of our first activists, Bobby Sud, who uh, he's event organizer for LA animal save. um, And he actually lives at a, at an animal sanctuary. And he said, you know, yeah, you know, it's so important to, um, to come home and see the best in humanity, you know, after spending so much time around the worst as well, which is, um, yeah, it's fantastic. Well, Hillside, we will definitely check that one out. Um, I know a lot of people as well as us will be watching this and um, Um, you know wanting to rush to to get their hands on some of your gear so uh, I guess it's it's a good thing but apologies in advance if you suddenly get swamped but but, (laughs) 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 it all looks fantastic the hardest bit is is choosing you know what what to pick first but we better ask to make sure in advance but um do you ship worldwide
1: oh of course yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah of course (laughs)
2: <laughs> awesome. We'll, 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 uh, we'll be sporting it all around the place, are not we? Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, represent. Hi. Oh, hey. So just to make sure, though, um, th- the name of the website is just, uh, is it anticarnas.com. Yeah. Um,
1: I've also got Facebook and Instagram, but just Google Antikarnis, that all comes up.
0: Thank you for listening to this interview. We hope you have found it informative and entertaining. To learn more about Karina's work, check out anti-carnist.com. Once again, be sure to follow us on our social media platforms for future episodes. This has been Vegan FTA, vegan for the animals.